I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for hanging out with us again on another week of Brotherly Banter. I'm Alex. I'm Josh. And we're excited to get to it this week. Uh, first and foremost, though, before we get into all the fun stuff, Josh, what'd you do this weekend? I went to the Clinton Christmas Parade. It was wet, um, but the rain held off just enough to catch a bag full of candy. It's like they were throwing the candy into the water on the street, so we had to come home and uh, wash that off. And what else did I do? I I went deer hunting, deer hunting Friday. Didn't see didn't see a single deer. That's always good. Yeah, it's just it was just it's one. I I don't know why it is, but it's during the week. It'll be nice weather, high of sixty degrees. It'll get low of forty, and then by the weekend, it's seventy five degrees, raining, and that's when I have to go. And yeah. it was just miserable. Never fails. Never fails. But other than that, that was pretty much all we did. Um, watch some some of the conference football games. But good times. What about you? Well, we got a great show lined up for you. <laughs> we- hey, well, hey, <laughs> if the moon was made of a spare rib, would you eat it? Heck, I'd go back for seconds. Heck, I would. <laughs> and uh, polish it off with a tall, cold Budweiser. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's turned into SNL Harry Carey real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we just kind of hung around the house and uh, watched some football as well. Uh, I'm trying to remember what we did Friday night. Maybe we didn't do anything. But uh, Saturday, yeah, we just kind of hung around. We went and saw our friends, Louie and Alicia. We hang out with them. Quite a bit. They love the kids, and we get to spend a lot of time with them. Very thankful the kids. Them. Uh, <clears throat> and so we went and hung out with them on Saturday night and watched some football as well. And uh, Saturday morning was kind of an easy, chill morning. I did find out on Saturday morning that the level that I have, uh, like the level that you use for like construct, you know, hanging stuff and all that, uh, is not for construction. For construction. Construction. <laughs> <laughs> construction. Um, is in fact not level, actually. And I learned that halfway through That's hanging convenient. up five yeah. picture frames. You got one job, you know. Yeah. And so I got level really, I got really mad. And I guess I got mad at how mad I got. <laughs> I swear. And, I know. Uh, I know, she, sweetie. I think she had this mixture of she felt bad that she made me do this. Uh, she had literally like 10 minutes before we started hanging pictures said, I just love quiet, slow Saturday mornings. And the next thing you know, I'm like throwing hammers through the window. And, <laughs> and uh, but no, if this is Augusta, when you, when you hear this, I love you. And I know you just wanted to see picture frames. You've been really excited about being hung up and you should not have been a victim of my frustration over a level. So, we got it done though. The pictures look great in the dining room. Can't wait for y'all to come and see it sometime. Just gotta do the eye test, man. Just yeah. 
That's what, that's what we ended up doing. That's good. <laughs> like hit it with the turtle man. Just, yeah. <laughs> just a, you yeah. know. I ain't got to pass. Part of my truck, I just laid my head out the window and I, <laughs> but, got my uh, teeth knocked out by a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that guy. It's like a bead uh, I got, like I aim to look for bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Just do the eye test. Don't I wouldn't fool with. Chelsea tried to pull that on me. I think when we were, we, we first got married, we moved in the house and had all these you know pictures and stuff. She wanted to hang up, and you know that was all fun and games for the first couple of things that we tried to put together and and put on the wall. But now it's just like, hey, can you hang these? I, I don't care if they're level anymore. Yeah, just perfectly put level. them up just there. Put them up there and be done with it. So <clears throat> I feel you there, Chelsea. Uh, so I, like I, said, I told you, I got all that stuff out of the attic, brought it down. We have everything up. The only thing that Chelsea had delayed on for a little bit was putting all the ornaments on the tree. It has a lot of stuff on it already, but like the, you know, glass balls and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> she wanted that on there. So the boxes have been down there still. And sure enough, she puts them up this weekend, and she's instantly like, all right, I want you to put this up upstairs now. I'm like, well, no. Took no time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to take my time and put them up there. I was like, well, I'm going to take my time and put the boxes upstairs. But, um, anywho. Yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so it was a good weekend, though. Yesterday was fun. We, uh, I got home from church, and, uh. We went to a friend's uh, kid's birthday party, and then we had our small group Christmas party at our house. Always a fun time. And just kind of getting the week off started. So anyway, we wanted to have some good Christmas content these next couple weeks together. And we thought, you know, for us, there's a few elements of Christmas that are very important, okay? And number one, number one is Christmas music, Christmas music, not just, I mean, there's elements to different elements to our Christmas, but we are very passionate in the Faust family about a lot of the Christmas music we listen to both, you know, newer Christmas songs and the ones of old that we remember on that same Christmas CD that we used to listen to on our way to Oxford for Christmas every year. If you grew up in the, in the Baptist church as a kid. I'm sure there was a point in time in your life where you, that that your mom or dad had a little white cassette tape for that year's Christmas cantata, and that was your mom's or dad's part in, and in the in the program. So that stayed in the cassette player. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going back <clears throat> a few years, but I, I, but I remember it. I mean, oh, I I remember it like it was yesterday. Like, you know, if you're trying to listen to some Christmas music. All right, well, let's pop this in here. You know what you're getting when you see that just a solid white, unmarked tape. This has alto written this on it. This has alto. It's it's over with. <laughs> you know. On your knees. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the angel voices. Yeah. So you know Sorry, that's in there. And, um, <laughs> and then also as a kid, you had a, Christmas play. So you had your own little setup. I remember one year 
we were it was like the uh, the great value version of Toy Story. <laughs> I, I was supposed to be some Buzz Lightyear, I think. Oh wow! And uh, but I don't remember the. You I know, don't remember everybody all apart, my... and everybody can't. You know, like <clears throat> people can't really read that good yet. So it's like you're trying to, but you had to. Mem, you know, remember, you know, memorize your lines in the play. Oh, yeah, so it was a big just... deal. I remember having uh, my sixth grade play, I was Frosty the Snowman, or it was fifth grade. It was fifth grade. I remember that. I was Frosty the Snowman. And chorus. And kind of slid around the stage. Yeah, chorus. Oh, no, this was, this was, this was pre Ricky Pruitt chorus. This was Jean Cooper. Okay. She still oh, had me. Okay. She had me up on the, yeah. So, uh, and she's still doing that, by the way. I like. I feel like she has been doing that for. She's been doing that for sixty. Well, years. and yeah, I mean, and it's she's been, probably sixty herself. Like. <laughs> she's been doing it since she was alive. Yeah, since she hasn't was aged a bit. Uh, but I'm trying to think, I remember at church. I remember being the little drummer boy one time and having to like actually hit a snare. I mean. You were baby Jesus one time. I was. That was my first ever appearance. <clears throat> and appearance mom was, still brings that up, like, on cue, you fell, fell asleep, asleep in the manger. That is true. I did Chester Baptist Church circa 1996. Or baby five. Jesus was a healthy <laughs> 15, 15 pound, pound six month baby. old baby. Yeah. It was me. Yeah. It wasn't six months. Like, you, yeah. you know, like six months, you were. He was the bread of life. 25 so. pounds. <laughs> Uh, he's taking solid food. He's six months. I mean, we had it. We gave him some ribeye last night, and he mm-hmm. tore it up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't I ever, did do that. I never get to be baby, baby Jesus. I do remember though. I, I remember hitting the snare. You know, a few bars. Thing so that's kind of what it sounded like for any of y'all. In case you were, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was kind of going for. So uh, anyway, but uh, no, Christmas songs are very important. So we're going to go through the top 20 Christmas songs on Spotify. Uh, yeah, the, via USA Today. Yeah. Um, so there's not any Christmas hymn songs on here that I see. So we'll run through those too. And feel free to... Feel know. free to refute. This yeah. is, you know, as we're these not, are all the best. We're not ranking these. We're not I saying that these are the best. It's hard we're to just... put one of these at the top of the list, I feel like. But USA Today said, obviously, Mariah Carey. Number one, all I want for Christmas. Is I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. that's. Uh, I feel like that's gotten bigger and bigger uh, the last couple of years for some reason. But yeah. Um, she. I don't think she's come out with any new music, but but she can just she live off that it. one for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a lot of these you hear on the radio, and it just makes you think. All right, well, I, I've got to listen to that song. Um. Rocking around the Christmas tree by Brenda Lee. Rocking around, yeah. hey, the Christmas tree. I immediately think Home Alone. The yeah, first absolutely. Uh-huh. When he's trying to disguise, you know, the house, and you have the saxophone. Let's 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 get a let's get a little bit of saxophone out right here. <laughs> nice. I love it. That 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 that's a classic. 
Yeah. So, uh, number three is The Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Yeah. So, just a Christmas classic, you know? It's kind of one of those deals. It's like, you're not necessarily going to always go out of your way, but when you type in Christmas playlist, that one's going to be played, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, sitting at number four, Last Christmas by Wham. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of of that one. But um it definitely gives the uh the late 80s vibe, the hair. Mm-hmm. You know, it was that style and that day. I could see mom. Yeah. Get, you know. This is a rock great version it. of this song. Jingle uh, Bell Rock. Yep, number 5 Jingle Bobby Bell Rock, Bob Hems. That's it. Another Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that's a good one. I love that version. Um, did did Luke Bryan do a version of that song? Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, I don't know about Jingle Bell Rock, but he did one of like Oh Holy Night, and he did um, Run, Run, Rudolph. Santa's got to make it to town. Can we uh, please play a little snip of Run, Run, Rudolph? Luke Bryan. Run, run, Rudolph. Santa's gotta make it to town. Santa, make him hurry, tell him he can take the freeway down. Okay, so uh, that don't ever even, that doesn't ever. That's not gonna make it on any list, but we just wanted y'all to have to. We just wanted y'all to know that that was out there, and uh, and it's probably just never as listened horrible to it ever, as you could but... ever imagine. Um, <clears throat> so it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. My, Michael Bublé version. Michael Bubble. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like, I like. I think he's I do like great. it. He's got a good. Unlike what we just heard, uh, he has a really good Christmas. Yeah, voice. He's the Sinatra of our day, which is what okay. he would. That would be like. Just from what I've seen in interviews and stuff with him, that would be his number one, comp- like the best compliment you could give him. I think him and uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Harry. Uh, Harry. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, he played. He he did. Uh, he did American Idol for a little while. Um, I'm blanking. Anyways, they both kind of have this jazz, a lot of weird notes that you would <clears throat> that that you would hear um, in a <clears throat> a Christmas song. But I, I could give you the Sinatra yeah. vibe from Michael Bublé. I think because he's so good at it and it's so close to that, I'm okay with the Michael Bublé version. All right, number seven, White Christmas, Bing Crosby. All right, another classic. 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 Uh, That's my favorite version. Yeah, so easy. Uh, the Christmas he song. Like, he does the whistle in the song. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I've been working on that. Uh, number good. eight, the Christmas song, Nat King Cole. You know, a lot of people don't, I've learned in Harry the last. Connick Jr. Uh, oh, got you. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think Nat King Cole, to me, uh, I'm just going to say this. I think that, He's the all-time greatest 
Christmas voice. Oh yeah, to to me. For so, like any no one, make... I've learned in the last couple of years that a lot of people go, "What's that song called? Chestnuts roasting over an open fire?" And I'm like, "It's called the Christmas song." And they're like, yeah. "Really? Like just the Christmas song?" I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but maybe did y'all know that? I mean, maybe you're listening. And you're like, "I didn't know that was the name of it." I felt like it was very obvious, but I'm not here to shame you. I'm just, I mean, there's there's grace and forgiveness in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> um, yeah, the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Uh, number nine, Holly Jolly Christmas. Burl Ives. Holly Jolly Christmas. Yeah. Uh, easy. And uh, so here's some Frank Sinatra love. Let it snow. By Frank Sinatra, it sits at number ten on this list. Okay, and so that's and this is also keep in mind this is a top twenty Christmas songs on Spotify in the U.S. by USA Today. So what they're saying is here's the data of current data that people are listening to. So people are still listening to Sinatra on Christmas. Oh yeah, it looks well. Like. It's like I said, a lot of these people that you would never sit down and listen to Nat King Cole. Oh no, except for. Christmas Except for on a cold winter's night. Mm. Uh, Sing it. <laughs> Sing it to me, Nat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sitting at number 11, Santa Tell Me by uh, Ariana Grande. Santa uh, tell me you really Okay. You know that one? I've never heard it. You've never heard that one? Wow. I don't think. Unless I'd, I've heard it and I didn't realize And you weren't was, paying attention to it because you, I, you I had no like respect I, I for it. I recognize... Uh, it's, uh, Miss I mean, Ariana, it's newer. But. Uh, Miss Aria, Miss Ariana Grand's music, her voice, <laughs> grand, yeah, Nacho's grand. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy Christmas, at sitting at number twelve, John Lennon. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that one. Easy. Merry Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. Uh, number thirteen, Blue Christmas, Elvis oh, yeah. Presley. <laughs> so I sang that one in a chorus concert. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. I always remember you singing. I can only imagine. Yeah, that was that was one Christmas. Just I church. just I just remember. <laughs> yeah, everyone crying. Rusty man, yeah. Rusty McCool stood up and clapped. I got a standing <laughs> ovation when I sang that song. Russ, I also <clears throat> sang. Um, you raised me up. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's what it was. I remember you raised me up, and it was a chorus. It was that a was chorus. chorus. That was chorus. My yeah. bad, Josh Groban. I did. You sl- raised me up. I slayed that key change. People like, um, <laughs> Josh, you gave me chills. <laughs> who said that, uh, Miss Pruitt? <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember who it was now. Insert any Southern woman in the, because of the <laughs> voice you just made. Yeah, yeah, uh, um. Yeah, he has the he definitely has like the Disney Prince mm-hmm. voice. I didn't sound like him, but you're not saying you're a Disney Prince, but I mean Um <laughs> uh, But no, I do love Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley though. All right. Next on the list. Have yourself That's a Merry probably Little Christmas. My all time favorite Frank Sinatra yeah. deal there. Have yourself So that was also Home Alone. Little Christmas. Associate that one with Home Alone. Yeah. Um, uh, 15, Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. 
wouldn't have put it there, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, kind of speed through these last couple ones. Uh, Carol of the Bells. Uh, I've never really known the artist of Carol of the Bells. It's Mykola Leontovich. Um, I'm assuming is a European name. Russian. Yeah. Uh, of some sort. But uh, Carol of the Bells. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Um, Would you like an apple pie with that? <laughs> <laughs> Number 17, Santa Baby by Earth Kitten. So this is original Santa. Wait. Yes. Yeah, so here, here's the... This can be confusing for Ariana Grande lover. She has a... Um, I think she also has a Santa baby. Okay. Uh, maybe <laughs> not. I don't, maybe I'm just, I'm surprised tripping. that Taylor, this is the original here. Yeah. This is the original though. I might be making that up, but, uh, um, she does a last Christmas. Santa baby. Uh, anyway, number 18, Santa baby. uh, Christmas baby, please come home. Mariah Carey. So she makes it twice on the list. Mm. Um, the Queen, number nineteen, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, uh, Reindeer Bird by Lives, yeah. back on the list again. And Rudy. Last but not least, number twenty, Silver Bells. Same. <laughs> yeah. It's Christmas time in the city. Yeah, he he drugged that one. Yeah, he killed that. Uh, well, I'll go ahead and state the obvious here. That's your top twenty. Um, I'm absolutely. Florida State infuriated. There was not a uh, Aaron done? Neville. We're, ta- we're done. Uh, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm not. I'm, I'm Florida you. State infuriated that there's not an Aaron Neville song. Big man. Uh, <laughs> right, so we're here. gonna go ahead and and, and <clears throat> bless you. We're, we're gonna bless y'all today. <laughs> so what you need to do if you're listening to this and your family likes Christmas music, you just need to go ahead, go to Spotify, whatever you want to do. Um and, <laughs> and listen Josh's to the Bible, Bible. recap <laughs> with Sarah Cobble. Uh, that was random. Um, hey, Bible readers. <laughs> um, he's where the joy is. Okay. Um, but but no. So Aaron Neville, Aaron Neville's soulful Christmas. That's it. Oh, oh man! It'll light you on fire. There's um. I, I could I could sit there and listen to it all day. Um, so he does. So so Aaron Neville. So he's got a couple. He's got a couple top ones. All right. There's a few of kind of his own deal, uh, originals, whatnot. But he also he covers Oh Holy Night. He covers the Christmas song. Those are definitely the top two. And he also covers um, Let please, It Snow. Yeah, Let and it uh, snow. isn't it? Is it Please Come Home for Christmas? Um, that's. Bells will be ringing. Please come home for Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Time of year. No, I be gone. Yeah, so. Yeah, please, home, please come home for Christmas. Yeah, please come home for Christmas. So. And so there's, it's soulful, so you've got. Ooh, ooh. So you have the, um, just the blues songs and. Uh, oh man, it's it's so good. The little electric intro to uh, Oh Holy Night. I'm just like, boy, I don't know if it works <laughs> if I play it into the mic. Um, but please just go, just go, just go take a listen. 
to a few of those for me. And I mean, I uh I don't know where <laughs> my ads are popping up, but uh you you can hear a few of them a few of them on the radio. Oh yeah, this is a holy night. I don't know how well uh <laughs> this don't get you jazzed up for Christmas. So, I mean, just pure... Pure majestic. Just pure. Just pure. <laughs> just pure. Uh, but um, y'all should go download that for us. Yeah. And um, tell us that, we, you know, tell us tell, them, tell, tell everybody that we sent you there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to bring him back, you know, just, I feel like he's, he's kind of like Tracy. Is it Tracy Lawrence? Mm-hmm. That, Tracy uh. Lawrence. You got a the you got a fast car or something? Uh oh, um no not Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence is paint me up Birmingham. <laughs> I bet Tracy Lawrence has got a, I bet he's got a Christmas album out there, dude. Yeah, you know he does. Make <laughs> uh, me a country ham. <laughs> uh he he certainly has a Christmas album out there. Um, oh <laughs> who am I thinking of? Tracy Chapman? Oh um uh, you know, you Luke Holmes brought her back. We're gonna bring back um Aaron Neville. I don't know much, but I, I don't know how I love you. <laughs> um that, that may be me. <laughs> uh so we love him. Um I uh let's see. So none of the, yeah, so none of these have um None of these are, yeah, none of these are Christmas hymns. So, Christmas hymns, this is not really in any particular order. So, you got Light of the world, oh, shine man. down on Bethlehem. Oh, point of grace, baby. <laughs> Dude, that was, this is the CD I was referring Light to that we would listen to on the way to the Oxford Christmas. There's a few. Close your eyes and. When I was a kid, I thought hmm. it was Y'all should go download that too. Two, so that was that was <laughs> our ride from Ackerman to Oxford. Mom Every always Christmas. had a playlist of Christmas music. I say that. It was really just like four we started, years. We, we, we would point of grace. <laughs> <laughs> we would leave Thanksgiving in Oxford and we would start playing it on the way home to Ackerman. Oh yeah, that was a tradition. And then obviously on Christmas Eve, we'd all ride together up to Oxford. But it was so. It was so. I, I looked, uh, look forward to that ride. Oh man, that ride because you know, like you're about to go see all your cousins that you hadn't seen in a long time. You're gonna eat some good food. You're gonna get all your presents. We always stayed the night at we, Granny yeah, and Daddy's house. in Oxford. <clears throat> so our parents were able to pull that off every year. Santa Claus came to um, our grandparents' house, and so we 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 showed up there. You know, we're playing, 
you know, football out front with our cousins, and then we go eat, then we open presents, and then the next day we got Santa Claus. Well, then now we get to play with all their toys with our cousins, what they got, what we got for Christmas. But, um, but yes, the uh, the kickoff to that was the hour and a half drive from Ackerman to Oxford listening to um, Christmas music. Mm-hmm. One of those, you know, was, was Point of Grace. Yeah. Um, that, for, for, for those of you that don't know, <clears throat> Point of Grace is a Christian, all-female, uh, was it group. just, yeah, group. I mean, so just they just had like, was it just soprano, alto, uh, was it three girls? Was it just three or was there four? I don't, I'm not real sure now that you say it. Maybe it was three. Okay. Probably soprano, alto, tenor. So you can't, I, I guess you can still download that, but I looked it up last year and I actually listened to that song on the way to mom and daddy's from <laughs> here then. Light of the world. That was a good one. Shine down on Bethlehem. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Christmas music is a big, uh, big thing that yeah. So uh, you have gets us in the spirit. Joy of the world. <laughs> <laughs> joy of the world. Joy of the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> um, Silent Night. Uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Hark. Hark. And then Oh Holy Night. Um, that's a great one. Can't I mean that's my favorite one. So that Josh Groban guy does a version, and then uh, Miss Celine Dion. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does a uh, she does a version of Oh Holy Night. It's pretty good. Um, oh little town of Bethlehem. Mary, did you know? I think that's my all time favorite. Mary, did you know? I think. If I had to pick one Christmas song that somebody could just shred, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of haters, but does it? It's a good one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think it's just kind of like it's pointless, you know, whatever. The theology like, behind it, yeah, yeah, it's like, all that. Come yeah. on, okay. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. That's a great. Don't care song. about doctrine? <laughs> <laughs> What's bad? What's bad in it? I mean, it's not necessarily bad. It's just people just think it's like it's just weird. I'll agree that Maverick City, it's just the new, like, up-and-coming worship. I say up-and-coming. I mean, they've established themselves very much so worship in the worship, praise and worship space. They uh, they do a version. They've got two different Christmas albums that are actually pretty good, but they do a version of Mary Did You Know, and they'd, like, one of their guys does, like, a lot of ad-libs in the song, and he did. I was fine with Mary Did You Know. He, he kind of made it weird for me, but it was like, <laughs> he goes, Mary, did you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like ad libbing, and he goes, "Mary, did you know what was inside of you?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, that's one way to ask that question." And then he goes, "And I heard God say, Chandler, do you know what was in, what's inside of you?" He's like talking about the Holy Spirit, and I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I don't think baby Jesus is inside of you though." And you just <laughs> made that song very uncomfortable for me. So don't. Uh, I mean, y'all can go listen to that if you want to. Not necessarily. Don't recommend that, but. Yeah, I, I like it though. Mm-hmm. Every time you go to Carol, uh, Carol's by Candlelight at FBJ, there's always some dude or lady every other year that can shred it, and it makes you. I mean, like it'll make Dad stand up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Mom's crying. Mom, yeah, she. Well, she's been she's crying. Instantly crying. <laughs> she's instantly crying <laughs> once. They, <laughs> once the the live symphony starts, <laughs> yeah. just here's like a an upright bass just. <laughs> <laughs> 
she's like (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah i haven't i haven't been to that in a couple of years but i remember like the first first year i went to that yeah they had some dude that killed it on that song um but i'm not a fan of you know kenny rogers that's what you hear on the radio is the kenny rogers version yeah um I like Kenny Rogers, but I don't <laughs> I know. like Kenny. He's did a great you know? guy. Yeah. I don't, Maybe did you know? I'm not saying I, like I don't. I don't want. I don't want to turn on Mary. Did you know him? It's Kenny Rogers. <laughs> I think he could have went with a different one. Yeah. Um, away in a manger. You don't really hear that one no more. Yeah. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. That's a good one. Um, some of these old ones, these hymns that I haven't heard in. Deck the Halls? That's not a Christian one, is it? Maybe it is. I mean, I wouldn't have guessed it, but I mean, I guess they're all Christian if they're Christmas. <laughs> well, that's not true. They can be about Christmas and not the real reason for the season. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would think, um, Mary, did you know, Oh Holy Night? You know? Uh, I think if you just, if you just, I don't know, without singing it, a lot of these things, a lot of these songs, I felt like growing up. I never paid attention to the lyrics, right? Like I do now, and yeah, that's um, that's the thing. Is like, there's a song called "Come, uh, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus," mm-hmm. and uh, you know, a lot of people are kind of remaking their own arrangements of it now. But it's probably one of my. It's definitely a top three of mine as well, uh, <clears throat> just for that same sort of reason. But uh, but yeah, good times, good music, good tunes, get you in the spirit. Christmas, uh, yeah. Anything else on the uh, Christmas Christmas music that that we skipped over, that we missed, that we didn't talk about? I I, I wanted to get out. Aaron Neville, soulful yeah. Christmas. DM us on Instagram at Brotherly Banter underscore Podcast. If you've got any other suggestions we missed, we'll cover it in the next episode. Uh, next week we're going to talk about Christmas movies, so be Ooh. on the lookout for a little post. I want to get some some audience feedback before that episode. But uh, big movie buffs, big movie folks, us people. So, um, and I was going to ask you while we were doing the music part, is there one particular song that you think, all right, well, this person did it better. Mm. This person, you know, like I like this version better than this version. Mm. I mean, no, I don't think so. Okay, all right. I think Aaron Neville did them all better. I mean, I mean, okay. It's like it's like saying who's got the best chicken sandwich. It's like, well, you just take Chick Fil A and you put them over here, and then you then you rate everybody else. And so we could just basically just in, a, in a category of its own. Sum it up. Aaron Neville did them all the best. Luke Bryan butchered every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> we have, there's your spectrum. There it is. Each end of it. So. Uh, Tracy Lawrence, not sure, <laughs> not sure. We need to look that up. Yeah, uh, in the middle of nowhere. I bet my. Well, we do want to uh, cover some some fun. Uh, <laughs> Josh can't Josh can't get over the fact that Tracy Lawrence has a Christmas album somewhere. Somewhere he's got to have it. <laughs> 
mean, what if he did? What if he? Yeah, like yeah, like which one would he? Maybe he don't have a whole Christmas album, okay? But what if he were to pick one song? What's he gonna go after? You know, which one am I gonna do? What would you say? I mean, I anybody could pick "Oh Holy Night," right? That's usually that one. That one gets redone all the time. See, oh, he does. He's got the Christmas song, White Christmas. Have yourself a merry told you Christmas. I oh knew man, it. let's see. It is on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. It's called All Wrapped Up in No. Yeah, sorry, George sorry, Strait. Sorry. George Strait has Christmas frozen, cookies. Frozen in Time is what it's called. Tracy Lawrence, an album. Oh, it's in t- 2018. Is what this thing says. Uh, and I know that. Um, I know Alan Jackson. Has a Christmas album. I heard it. So it does a lot of hymns. This one is Frozen in Time, Something in the Air, White Christmas, Winter Wonderland, The Christmas Song, Please Come Home for Christmas, Cold Beer. It's <laughs> 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 the number seven it's in Christmas that album. beer. <laughs> Let it snow. Here comes Santa Claus and Frosty the Snowman. Have yourself go. oh sorry, two more. Have yourself a Merry Little Christmas and all wrapped up in Christmas. The most listened to on that album is All Wrapped Up in Christmas. Wow. It's a two-minute song. Okay. So, surprisingly, Please Come Home for Christmas is the least listened to on that album of his. Uh, coming in at second best list, uh, listened to is Something in the Air. So, his originals are actually, I think that's his originals. But I think... Uh, Cold Beer by Tracy Lawrence is the third most listened to song on that album. Uh, this is awesome. Let's see what we got. Man. Yeah, I like it so far. Chestnuts roasting on an open <laughs> Yulta carols being sung by the choir and folks. Dang, okay, dog. Okay. sing. I mean, that don't hey, really, I ain't mad at that. I mean, that doesn't sound like his normal. No, um, definitely not. Cutting in and out. Okay. Yeah, 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 you know, that's what I'm thinking, that's it, Uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking that's gonna happen, but, um, all right, right. well, all right, well, we want to keep everybody on here forever, we do want to cover some sports, Uh, number one, this past weekend, uh, Mississippi had a high school state championship uh, football, Uh, so I'm gonna spit off those winners, congratulate them, if anyone uh, supports any of these places that are listening. Number one, Biggersville. It's not Biggersville. It's Biggersville. Biggersville. But, <laughs> uh, it's the Lions. I'm good friends with uh, my man Case Ingram, the head coach at uh, Biggersville. And uh, our brother-in-law, Ryan, went to Biggersville. Nice. I'm pretty sure. And uh, I They think got the dub early. Right. They got the dub. Vel- beat Velma Jackson, a good Velma Jackson team. Scored in the last seven seconds of the game to win, in wow. fact. So, big win for them. 2A, Charleston mm-hmm. Tigers. Uh, always a dominant force in their yep. category. 
Three A Wine Owner. Wine Town, baby. <clears throat> wine Town, baby. The Tigers. <clears throat> so um I played over there a few times in my day. Yeah. So Good for them. Um, yeah, they were that Shell Station needs to do something about that bathroom though. <laughs> like like yeah. set it on fire. Yeah. Like, when we go through there to go to Oxford, like we we'll always stop there and it's just Yeah. Whew. So Joey That's loud. Joey Tompkins is the coach there. And uh, he coached at Eupora when you and I both were in high school. But mm-hmm. Ben Burton is on the coaching staff at Wine Oh, really? I saw, okay. uh, um, I saw a Facebook post of their whole family. Uh, he's got four kids now. And just living the dream, man, winning the state championship. Is it Chastity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They are uh, rocking and rolling. We sang, we sang in a few Christmas Christmas programs together. Yeah. So, uh yeah, shout out to one another. Louisville, Elville beat Columbia. Um, Louisville's man, nice. <clears throat> they are uh, they're on top of it. West Point, five A state championships, uh, state championship winners, state champions. Six A West Jones took over Grenada. Uh, shout out to Grenada though for a great season, making it to the the ship. They were one of the ones that the reclassification to seven A definitely um, improved them on their season. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but uh, last but not least, seven A Oak Grove found a way to topple Starville. So, wow, man, Starville's good. It was a thirty three twenty eight final that game. Oof. It was a it was a big one shootout. But uh, anyway, so this weekend we had conference championships. Uh, everybody, most notably, uh, Big Twelve, Big Ten, Big Twelve, SEC, ACC. That decided a lot about the CFP um, conference championship one, for SEC was outrageous. Can't believe Bama pulled it out, but then again, I feel like we've seen this happen multiple times yeah. in our life. And yeah. So, uh, kudos to them. I kind of wanted Georgia to do it. I wanted Georgia to pull it off. I wanted them to get number one. I wanted them to win the Natty. I wanted them to have three in a row, make history. I wanted that for them. But Nick Saban had other things to He's say. He's the goat. So uh, that's, that's why he's the goat. Yeah, but um, anyway, they played an excellent game. Jalen Milrow is absolutely—he's outrageous. If he would have, um, him having a slow start to the year is what's going to keep him from winning the Heisman. I agree. But yeah. uh, if he would have started the year this way, first off, there wouldn't be any question. They probably wouldn't be a one-loss team. But if he would have started off this way, uh, things would be different for him on that front. But absolutely, um. Cha- yeah. Absolute chaos that winning mm-hmm. that game for them caused. I just can't believe that it just automatically kicked Georgia out of. Because I mean, but I, I'm not going to get in the whole argument of oh well, it's supposed to be the the best four teams, and mm-hmm. but th- I feel like this is just another this is just another reason why that it has to be expanded. Yeah, you know, you Georgia is one of the best football teams in the country. They got beat one time in a, you know, could they turn around and if they played that game this weekend again? Could Georgia win it? For sure. Yeah. And they Absolutely. could probably win it by two touchdowns. Yeah. And sadly, um, you know, this caused Florida State to get booted. Florida Ooh. State has been, as as they should be, they have been irate the last couple of days. But here's the thing. it Somebody was going to get screwed either way, and the committee, I think, made the best decision, and here's why, is that you could look at Michigan's reaction <laughs> to learning that they're about to play Alabama. And did you see that video? Yeah. 
Yeah. And they were all just like, it was very obvious that they all thought, okay, FSU's about to get in here at number four, and we're going to beat them because they're not the team that they have been all year because they don't have a quarterback. And like, you could tell that that mantra, I'm, I know anything's left for interpretation, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you as a former player, I'm telling you as a realist that that thought was going through their head. And when they saw Alabama go across the screen, they were like, man, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, cause they know it ain't going to be no like walk in the park. But the fact that they thought it could be is proof that Florida state needed to be. Well, too like, much, there, there's too much money involved to not have it. An SEC football team in, yeah. So, and I know that there's there can be should be all kind of speculation around that, but it's the truth. They're going to play Georgia in the Orange Bowl, Florida State. Yeah, Florida State is, and that will be the ultimate test to whether or not. I mean, I I can say what I think is going to happen in that game, but I want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. But I think if Georgia, you know, sometimes you got teams like Georgia have a lot of draft guys on their team and they all mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. vanish before a bowl game but if that type of scenario doesn't happen uh they're gonna be i think they're gonna prove that <clears throat> they're a top four team in the country yeah <clears throat> with their people but anyway all that to say um it's gonna be an interesting bowl season rebs got uh into the peach bowl which is going to be a big game for big Penn opportunity State. for them so cool, man. to beat a cool. I'm glad, yeah. yeah, I'm going to say, I, I think I'm just excited that it's a, a quality opponent, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. gets us a chance to see what we're made of. And uh, I didn't get a chance to look at Kiffin's press conference on it, but, you know, mm-hmm. and hear him, hear his thoughts on it. But I think it'll be cool. <clears throat> be fun to watch them play. But, yep. Um, well, we called it, or I'll say we, I mean, we were, did we say it on here? Or were we just talking amongst ourselves about Riley Leonard? No, it was on here. It was on we here. Talk, I said, you know what? I think he's more of just a straight-up Duke guy. And you're like, I don't know. He might transfer. And sure enough, he enters the transfer portal. But I'm seeing his top two. The rumors are his top two, like, <clears throat> picks are, like, Auburn or Notre Dame. Really? Uh, that's what top two speculations are. But it's hard. It's hard to believe that. A and M would not be in that conversation with his yeah. his just now head coach is there you know and they right. need a quarterback because Max uh, Johnson yeah. from A and M entered the portal it's the pieces like, it's are the all perfect fitting together <laughs> it's the perfect storm yeah so I think that that easily could and probably will happen uh, but um, we'll see I know Hugh Freeze is good at attracting guys like that. He wants good guys and his program good players. I just don't know if I mean if he's got free reign, I don't know if he's gonna go after a guy like Riley Leonard in the portal. But Yeah, I I didn't get to see much of Riley Leonard just because uh, you know, of him getting hurt. Um but and I couldn't really tell is he I mean he's just as much of a Hugh Freeze quarterback as Peyton Bo Wallace. Wallace. Oh you know <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, mean, I was saying Peyton Thorne the guy that's there now. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, but yes, he, I understand. He's got he's mean. got a little bit of mobility, um, but he's just you know he's just he, yeah. he's just he he has good football sense. You know, he's a good quarterback. He can throw good. So I I mean, I, I don't know, but I think my theory is how mm-hmm. all the pieces are falling with him going you know right. falling El <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, what about old uh, Bobby Petrino? He made full circle, baby. <laughs> That's the way to go, man. Uh, that's a Cinderella story right there, Bobby Petrino. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the post he made? It, he he put a, uh, a tweet or something out of him and Ryan Mallett, uh, R.I.P. 
Yeah. And uh, from back in his Arkansas days, and it was like, it's you and me 15 or something like that. And I was no, like, I didn't Dang. see that. So wow. as, as long as that was accurate and up to date, I think he posted it after he got the job. And so, well, um, Godspeed. Yeah, Ryan Mallett was a stud. <clears throat> and, uh, um, stuff, but. Godspeed. I hope he does well. KJ Jefferson enters the transfer portal. So, not going to have that guy. Be interested to see where, where he lands. He man, there's a lot of, man, there's a lot of. High stock quarterback. think he would go like Ohio State's quarterback enter the transfer portal today. Yeah. Uh, McCord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny is I saw a press conference of Ryan Day. What if KJ went to Mississippi State? Dude, I, I could see that happening. He hates Ole Miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. But would Levy want a guy for one year? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We want more of a developmental. I don't know. I mean, either way. Um, but, uh, yeah. There's a lot of oh, and uh, Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma's quarterback. Oh yeah, just entered the portal. Mm-hmm. I think that is a prospect for Mississippi State because Jeff Levy was just his OC, mm-hmm. but he's a good athletic quarterback. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So we'll see though. Um, Texas uh, is Arch playing next year, or is that people? There's a lot of people that think he should transfer because their starting quarterback Quinn Ewers is apparently coming back. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Would he enter the transfer portal? I think he's just worth too much money. You know, like uh, he literally he signed enough NIL and stuff there. Archie made a good point in an interview that like, hey, Eli didn't start till his like third year at Ole Miss or something, yeah. and mm-hmm. made a career for himself. You know that like it's not an old it. You know, it's not yeah. an old thing to sit out a year or so. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it shouldn't be. It kind of is. Uh, but yeah, so. I don't know. Speaking of Texas, they look good. Yeah, they look good. But did you see the trophy presentation at the yeah, end? Yeah. Okay. So here's the backstory. All right. Big Twelve commissioner gets up there to present in their trophy. Booed hard. He gets booed bad by Texas, and then like Sarkeesian's like yeah, waving trying, his hands, yeah, trying, waving, to calm yeah, trying to calm people down. Like, well, then he starts to give this talk, and all of a sudden they start yelling SEC. Yeah. And so like I'm just like, gosh, are they just like they just hate the guy? So. Backstory I learned is this. Earlier in the football season, obviously, the predetermined that they're going to the SEC before this season started, right? So mm-hmm. earlier this year, he was the Big 12 commissioner was speaking at this function in Lubbock, where Texas Tech is, who obviously had to play mm-hmm. Texas this year, got waxed by him. And he made some comment to all these tech people that, like, and yeah, when y'all play them, Texas, you need to take care of business, is what he said. Like, he made some comment. Related to Texas, it's kind so, of like a, yeah, you know. <clears throat> so it went like, to, like oh, it, it, it got yeah. out that that was a thing. Well, Texas, this is a part of the reason that probably Sarkeesian ran the score up on Tech. Then another video leaked of a player had his phone on during their post game break the huddle thing in the locker room, and it was uh, Steve Sarkeesian going f around and find out on three one two three. And that was, like, what they broke the thing on. Well, after, as they were beating Texas Tech and the game was almost over, they played the commissioner on the screen saying that to Texas Tech people. Wow. So now, knowing all that, he's standing up giving them the conference trophy of a conference they're about to leave now. Mm. And that just makes it all the more go, yeah, exactly, like cringe. Just like, oh, God. And, dude, he looked so embarrassed. Yeah. As he should be. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, good times. Probably my favorite part of the weekend. I was just like, ooh, 
ooh, ooh. Like every time I yeah. got a new fact about the whole story, I was just like, ah, <laughs> ee. Oh, that's, that's brutal. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, but yeah, they I mean, and- they looked really good against Oklahoma State. They left no doubt, uh, no doubt about that. Michigan one, Washington two, Texas three, Bama four. I'm excited to see those matchups. I think they're perfectly matched up. I really hope. I'm just your classic. Not a huge fan of Michigan. All that you know. I just yeah. But and here's a, I will say this one thing before the selection show. I was thinking you know Florida State might still pull this off. Like it'd be totally understandable if they honor their undefeated season conference championship. They pulled up a scale of strength of schedule. Bama was at number five. Florida State strength of schedule was at 55th. And I was mm-hmm. like, no way. They're not getting in. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I hate it for them. But I know for a fact, now that I've seen that, they're not going to get in. Yeah. And sure enough, that was what the committee Basically. leader said. He was yeah. just like, hey, they're not, they're, they're not, they're the, not same, the same team. They're not the same team. That's I mean, and I know that sounds bad that it shouldn't, you know, but it, but that's, but it's the truth. Like, it, and most teams aren't going to be that way, you know. Right. Like, I mean, you saw, uh, I mean, you saw Alabama's team when they were, you know, still, you know, toying around the idea of not playing Milrow. Like, hey, let's see what else we got. And right, that didn't that did didn't not work. work out. That did not work out. And if Milrow went down <laughs> in the SEC championship game and was out, they would have not have made it in the top. Four. No. No, they wouldn't have beat Georgia. No, for sure. No, but yeah, uh, yeah, obviously yes, right. Yeah, but but saying, let's just say that that would have been. They're not off, the same yes. team. It's, exactly. It's just, and you know, <clears throat> injuries is just a part of the, you know, it's just a part of the sport, man. You, yeah. you got to. You, you hope it doesn't happen to anybody, but when it does, it's it certainly alters everything, right? About a team, for the most part. I mean, you can throw in. I mean. I mean, Alabama and Georgia, they all have five-star guys that they could replace, you know, from a, you know, cornerback or a, D, you know, DB position or something. But, you know, when your quarterback goes down that you've had in the entire year and then he's not there anymore. And then Florida State's case, they put their second guy in. He got hurt. Now they're right. on third string. And, you know, they only put up 16 points against uh, – Yeah. Uh, who did they play? I'm completely blanking on who Florida State played. In their Florida State game. plays uh, Louisville. Yeah. You know, and Louisville's a good team, you know, but their defense won that game, Florida State's defense. Yes, absolutely. So, anyway, but it's going to make for an interesting couple weeks in bowl season, and, uh, yeah, but I'm I'm excited to see it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. But, anyway. Well, Well, looking forward to next week. uh, Christmas movies. Christmas movies next week. And so be looking out for a little uh, post I said on Instagram. I want some some audience feedback about Christmas movies. It's, Christmas movies is definitely more contentious than Christmas songs. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people have a lot more opinions about Christmas movies. So it could be – it's not going to get dicey up here. <clears throat> uh, getting scammed by kindergarten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sticky bandits. <laughs> uh, not going to um, get too dicey up here. In the the banter showroom up here, but uh, but yeah, there's Buzz, a lot of people. Your girlfriend, woof. <laughs> so anyway, well, we hope you all have a fantastic week. We're looking forward to getting back together next week, and um, it's it's Christmas time, so I'm gonna say it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'll say that 
from now until the 25th. But anyway, all right, we'll catch y'all next time. See ya. Oh, yeah.